What is up, everybody? Mark on the mic here. Jim is absent today, but that does not change the fact that we have 10 minutes to talk about velvet scouting. Now, if you're a deer hunter, that doesn't mean that deer season is necessarily limited to that finite time when you're actually getting to be out in the woods or in the field with your bow or your rifle, your muzzleloader, or whatever implement, whatever legal implement that you're choosing to pursue these amazing, amazing critters. Uh, across from me, we've got Cooper Long, who is uh, is fanatical. Is that is that a proper term for your velvet scouting uh, vigor, your interest, your passion for looking at these deer in the summertime? You hit it spot on, man. Uh, obviously, whitetail fanatic. I mean, thinking about them 365. So it's like, you know, once once that uh, shed season passes, velvet starts, it's like, all right, time to start over, st- start scouting again and see if you can find some bucks. Now, is this, you just you just love deer so much. You're like, oh, man, I just want to go see some deer. I like to look at these things. Or is there a practical or applicable nature to it where you're really sorting some things out for the fall? Uh, I'd say a little bit of both, to be honest. Uh, one, like I mentioned, obviously you're trying to scratch that itch. You know, it's beginning of the year, deer are starting to grow their antlers. And, uh, you know, guys like myself can't help but go out there and try to find them. But on the contrary to that, uh, there's also that there's a group of guys who, you know, maybe they're hunting a private piece of land and they're looking for a familiar buck. And in my situation, that is exactly what I'm after. Not every time, of course, but if the opportunity presents itself, I'm absolutely going to go try to look. And with that, I mean, you know, you can either find new deer that you've never noticed before or, you know, maybe pick up a familiar face and, you know, best case scenario, familiar face or just a new buck that, you know, trips your trigger and you're ready to chase come fall. Are you, uh, using a a combination of, I guess, you know, summer tactics, you've got trail cams and then maybe they're set up in certain places that aren't maybe necessarily as visible as some of these, I'm assuming like open fields, like bean fields and things like that, where you're able to, uh, spot these bucks from afar. Exactly. And, uh, I'd say a little bit of both trail cam slash, uh, conveniency of field location you're trying to scout, you know, and, uh, with that obviously comes the wind. You got to play your wind. If you're not trying to bump these deer out of your, out of the normal feeding patterns that they're in. Um, but, but, you know, within that, that scouting period like that, you, they're going to hit those bean fields and maybe even alfalfa fields for a very, not short amount of time, but a select amount of time. Mm-hmm. And if you can get lucky enough to locate them deer you're after or, or new bucks, uh, during those, you know, a few precious weeks of beans slash alfalfa, you might find yourself in a nice group of bucks, you know, whether it's a bachelor buck or just one big old mature buck that you've been looking for for years and years. Um, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's hard to beat. What do you think is, uh, you're talking about a few precious weeks. Uh, what's, what's that window look like where you think it's like optimal? You're going to be like, yep, they're going to be out. They're going to be out, uh, excuse me, out and about and, and more visible. Um, I would say a lot of it depends on obviously your harvest in the, in the crops and when they were planted and things like that. Um, but generally I would say anywhere from mid July to honestly, there's been times where I've even seen bucks and beans, you know, late August, Mm -hmm. you know, if it was a late plant that year. Um, and that's just a matter of, you know, doing your research, doing your homework and trying to find those locations. And so like, I know there's been times this year, for example, I was out last weekend and I'm finding, you know, two foot tall beans, just luscious, you know, they look great and there's deer and they're pounding them. And then on the contrary to that, like I'd mentioned earlier, the alfalfa side of things, uh, that part of it is n- a little bit newer to me, um, just given the, the area that I can hunt and, and what's planted there. Um, but just driving around as, you know, these last couple of weeks, I've been seeing deer b- in both beans and alfalfa. And okay. that's, you know, precious two hours right before dark is when 
that's the money time. That's what I was going to ask. Time-wise, it yeah. seems like, you know, evenings are kind of a, a better better play. And, yeah, like that last that last two hours is just like that magic time. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's, you know, right now it's hot. It's 85, 90 degrees. And so, yeah, of course, you might get your early, your early, uh, your early feeders, you know, you're dozing your fawns out a little earlier. But that magical half hour, 45 minutes right before dark, and in my case, when you're trying to get them on camera, uh, that's typically the time you're going to find your big bucks. And when you're saying get them on camera, you're talking about like taking my DSLR yeah. and a zoom lens out there and, and trying to, you know, photograph, take video, um, you know, whatever, I've, honestly, whatever I can do, especially if it's a buck I'm familiar with, you know what I mean? And like I mentioned earlier, I'm chasing a few deer that I've known over the past few years. So it's like, gives you that little extra motivation to go find them, you know, go the extra mile to, you know, play your wing correct, uh, you know, try to get in them. Oh, what's the word? Trying to get in them uh, more secluded areas to try mm -hmm. to find those deer. Yeah, I know you're going back to like, oh, playing the wind right, which is not necessarily something that, you know, I'll go to even like we're talking, I, th I want to say last Friday, and you're like, oh, man, like I think I'm going to try and get back in here, but I th we're supposed to have, an, you know, an X direction wind, and if it's doing that, then I can't. I'm like, holy mackerel, like Coop's talking like it's November. <laughs> it, I it's always November, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool that you're putting that much thought into it and uh, and certainly, uh, you know, useful information to have. And like you said, you're going back to photographs and you're photographing these deer. And so it's not like, um, I'd assume like at times you maybe you notice things that you didn't notice maybe in the moment. Like you can really like, you know, zoom in on that photo or analyze it or just have more time. Exactly. And honestly, the having those images, you know, a lot of times... Uh, you know, after the year's over, you might have a younger, a younger great buck that's like, oh, you know, it'd be really awesome to see next year, for example. And when you get them pictures, or even trail cam pictures for that matter, it definitely increases your chances of trying to match them deer up, for sure. Um, but it's also one of those things where, you know, like I mentioned, if you, you are finding those new deer, then, then you get to start all over again. So it's like the best of both worlds. You know, you might find a new one, you might find an old buck, and, and for me... I love both. So, yep. are you seeing this time of year those bucks come out like bachelored up, just kind of like all in the same spot, like boom, 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 boom? They all kind of come out in fairly short order together, or what are you seeing as far as behavior wise there? Uh, I mean, honestly, it could go either way. I've seen both. You know, I, like for example, last weekend I had went to a spot I had seen a good buck a couple weeks back. Finally, had a camera and some binos with me, and uh, instead of just seeing that buck there, he picked up four other amigos. You know what I mean? And he, I was like, whoa, like this is, this is awesome. You know, that's exactly what you're looking for. Uh, you know, when you're out just driving back roads and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all part of the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, your smile like is, is undeniable, which I did. Okay. Now I'm going to embarrass you, but pretty sure you got voted best smile. I think, uh, we'll just let the listeners know. Was yeah. that high school senior year? Yeah. 20. 11 he's always yeah. talking about it. oh always come like, on back my man. senior year 2011 i'll, I'll never have you know about that. i got voted <laughs> best look at it it's yeah. glorious yeah um what uh what do you what are you seeing this year anything uh anything promising anything you're excited about uh trail cam wise absolutely got a couple familiar faces that have returned uh one i know that you guys give me some slack for for letting go last year but just part of the game like i mentioned i don't know so. how you did it you know and that and that that goes back to you're like, oh, you're letting them go. But that goes back into all your summer scouting and being able to recognize, now I'm speaking for you and definitely fill in, but Cooper tells me about this deer all the time. This is a deer that's on a place that you can hunt 
There's not very many people hunting it. There's definitely some neighboring properties, but this deer sounds like you've identified him through trail cams and scouting and in-season sightings as a homebody with a lot of potential to blow up and turn into a real big buck. I mean, is that pretty accurate? Exactly. Honestly, you hit the nail right on the head. And it's one of those things, you know, uh, watch this deer two, three, four, picked up his sheds. And then last year I was fortunate enough to finally lay eyes on that deer. Um, and I, I elected to pass just a buddy and I, we, we kind of trying to hit the ground running together and be on the same page as far as, you know, deer we'd like to shoot or, or, you know, and it's at the end of the day, you know, if you're happy with your deer, you're happy with your deer. And that's the, end of sure. the story. Um, but kind of going back to, you know, how we had mentioned he's a homebody, uh, you know, right now where they're at in their summer patterns may also not be where they are come opener. You mm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've seen it numerous times where you'll watch these velvet bucks, you know, week, week after week after week in a, in a generally the same pattern, you know, but it's like, soon as that velvet strips, they disappear for a little bit and then it almost starts all over again. So they might move a little bit and, and you know, if you're lucky enough, maybe they will stay close by. Um, but it's definitely one of those, one of those, uh, tactics you can definitely use, especially if, if you're like Wisconsin where we have, uh, what, September 15 opener. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're fairly early in the year for an, you know, an opening postseason. And so with that, you, you definitely can increase your odds of getting on that deer early season before that rut hits, before he opens up his range, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, and we've got, you know, like you said, we got that mid September opener here there's some states that have, you know, I guess similar terrain features or open egg fields that have, you know, a September 1 opener. I mean, there's probably some stuff that's might, might even be earlier than that. You know, you look at states like Kentucky or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think Nebraska's fairly um, early too. So. Nebraska's a September 1 now. That used to, you know, not that long ago, it was pushed a little bit uh, pushed a little bit back. So, you know, then I feel like here that mid-September, you're just on the cusp of kind of like that transition, right? You can yep. definitely get that, that first week as – you can get them on their early summer patterns. Um, of course, I, I've never really had a ton of success. I, opening day, I saw a real nice buck last year. That's probably about the closest I've come. But um, had a two-point come by, which uh, a little later in the season, maybe you'd take a little heat. Right. But uh, <laughs> but it's super cool. But, again, it's like then you can really, you know, that's not like summer scouting essentially for October, November. That's right. summer scouting for opening day, and you can capitalize on that stuff, exactly. which is pretty cool. Exactly, and that's exactly my goal for this this deer this year i'm gonna try to get on him as soon as i can before the rut hits and you know he's who knows where at that point so what are you gonna do if you kill this deer on opening day um celebrate go to nebraska (laughs) (laughs) go to the next day go to the next one that's the goal awesome coop way man fun stuff uh yeah excuse to get outside get some fresh air look at deer which is always fun and and gain some insight and intel and and really you know maybe something that could change the direction of your deer season and the outcome entirely so exactly man and it's one of those things too if, if you've never done it don't be afraid to go out and do it with your buddies it's it's super fun very relaxed and i mean at the end of the day it's you're in the woods you can't complain what's you know? uh, i know we just we basically just wrapped it we're over time what's your optics kit look like for this what are you running Ooh, so currently i know it's a little overkill for our terrain but i got the diamondback 15 to 52s oh yep yep Yep. And oh, I'm 15, 15, 50, 56? Or fi- excuse me, yes, 15, yep. 56, yep. And uh, honestly, I love them. They're great. Are you running them uh, freehand, car window mound, or both? Both, or? Okay. both. yep. yep. Uh, when I'm sitting in a cornfield or, you know, on the edge of the woods or whatever, I'll just, I'd honestly, maybe even throw it on a tripod. Um, but, you know, driving back roads, definitely the window mount. 
especially for a guy like me who's trying to take pictures as well. You know, you got to go back and forth. So, yep, yep. And then, yeah, I mean, so you're doing a combination of that, sneaking into different spots. I mean, probably whatever the terrain or situation dictates where you can get in, but maybe not so deep, you know, and exactly. using those optics. So you're not, like you said, you're not bumping those deer out. You're not altering their patterns and letting them know that, uh, you're on to them. I am. I'm, I'm trying. I'm not on to them yet, but, you know, you're trying until you get that opportunity. So, Yep. But. Well, awesome, Coop. Thanks for the time. Absolutely, Thanks for man. the information. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you are uh, in the mood, which you should be if you're a deer hunter, get out, do some summer scouting, find those velvet bucks, and uh, good luck because the season is will be upon us shortly. Can't wait, man. Good luck, everybody.